All right, let's let's try to be cheery again. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's okay. Oh, you get as much energy as I have. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Team Cockroach, a podcast about the good place, a weekly comedy on NBC. Uh, based on uh, the uh, I have messed all this up so The Good Place is a show by Mike Schur and we're all here to talk about it <laughs> that we are <laughs> yeah <laughs> and here we are for one of the final episodes this one uh, I, gosh I forget the name of this it's Mondays am I right yeah, it is correct. Uh, We're recording this on a Friday, but it is in fact Mondays. Yeah. Okay. So this one, based on Kathy, apparently. <laughs> um, first of all, let me say hi to everybody. I'm sorry, I'm rusty. So let's say hi to everybody. Hi to Andrew Bahantias. Hi. <laughs> Hello. And hi to Javier Matusevich. Hi, Javier. Hello, Sarah. It's been a while. Oh, I know. It's just hard. It's hard because we're almost done with this whole series. So what are we going to do? We're going to have to find know. something else. It's just as funny to watch. I got to figure it out. I hope there's something that will fill the good place shaped hole in our hearts. Yeah. Aww. So, yes, Mondays. Am I right? Have, did you have <laughs> a good Monday this week? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> No one says yes. I, 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 had a, I had a pretty good week. I had a pretty good week. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. So in our episode, the bad place attempts to anticipate the afterlife by where hilarious experiments. Chidi struggles with his own adequacy after reading Eleanor's file. Vanity is his own torture and Pikachu has a beeline to the powers that be. Basically, what we're coming up with this week is just everyone's plans for what the afterlife will, afterlife will look like. So I'm hoping you have your own ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a difficult one, isn't it? Because how do you, after all this time, how do you imagine the afterlife can be? It's it's such a big question. I'm I'm wondering if, I mean, there's there's still one more episode, so I'm guessing they're going to have some conflict in the next one, but. It seems like uh, you can't just have a perfect afterlife. Even if you're trying to do that, it's, it's not going to seem perfect to everyone. So it's interesting. Yeah, I found myself more engaged with my imagination, trying to thinking, trying to think about what the bad place would be like and not so much what the good place would be like. So when they're torturing Tahani, I think, well, what would they do to torture me? But with the good place, it's like, well, whatever, it's nice. So we'll see what next what next episode yep. has. <laughs> I've got two more um, uh, recording dates for us: the twenty fourth and the thirty first. So yes, but I think the last one is like three episodes or at least two episodes stuck together. I think. I think it's an hour and a half, so three half hour episodes, three and half then hours, yeah. there's an after party with Seth Meyers. So so it's like four more episodes, huh. <laughs> but then well. I yeah. I mean, work your jaws, because we'll talk a lot. <laughs> well, I, I do suspect that the next one is going to be like a sort of a bottle episode of of the of like you know the actual good place. Like that'll be where they they go through all of their ideas, both joke and otherwise, about what the afterlife is actually supposed to be like for for good people. And then the uh. the, the other one is going to be some sort of little mini arc about some new plot thing that they have to get through before they're going to finish everything up. That's my theory, anyway. 
but it, it was sort of interesting. My theory is that we see yeah. some of the cast-offs again, like... Um, Oh, the group. Yeah, yeah, the group this year. Yep. Yeah, the people who have disappeared this year as just a plot afterthought, I assume we'll see them again trying mm-hmm. to redeem Good themselves. Point. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like both your theories, though I think Andrew's probably more likely, right? Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see, but the, but this episode, it was funny about this uh, this episode was that I thought... This could be the kind of episode that sets up a, you know, a five episode arc where like, oh, we're going to be setting up the next, you know, sort of good place and bad place uh, system. And so this will be the beginning of it. And then the next episode will be another aspect of it. And then the final three will be sort of going through the last aspects of it and getting like maybe a some sort of climax of problems and things. And then it gets resolved and then the whole thing ends. And they're just like, nope, we're going to figure all this stuff out in one episode and then we're going to move on. And that was a little surprising to me that they did it like that. Same here. I kind of think that they're going to have to take the characters we know and love and make them reflect on how their vision of good or not good affects people in their lives. So they're probably going to be being more passive, I assume, but maybe not. Um, it's it's possible they have to look at what their vision of the afterlife is and see whether it actually works. I read somewhere a theory that uh, said that uh, maybe they were going to test uh, our our friends and they're not really going to the afterlife yet. They're just going to some sort of version of it that will allow to test them. So that's definitely a possibility, though. I, I don't. It didn't seem like it was going that way, but it, I guess it could. So if medium place is C, this would be the C plus place. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, the 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 good place again. <laughs> the, the fake good place again. Well, this really feels like. I mean, this is the end of the series, right? I I. It feels like they're going to do something real now. Like, you know, they've been teasing us about what The Good Place is actually like. We got to see like that, that like post office of The Good Place, whatever that thing was that we saw that one time that was like a little adjunct yeah. office of it. And but, but that wasn't really The Good Place. And we've seen the leaders of The Good Place who are all kind of, you know, uh, uh, useless people. Um, right. So we haven't really seen what they think of as The Good Place. And again, I've talked at length, so I'll try not to do it again about how it's really hard to portray something that's really good. And so I also suspect that whatever they show us next week won't actually try that. It will be some riffing on something about being good, but still not actually trying to really be heaven. We'll see. But I do think that this will be finally their their take on it, what they're going to show us for it. Um, I, think, I think they're done teasing us about it with that, but... Uh, it will be interesting what they do. Yeah. The show in and of itself has to present us with something that is the good place. And it's it's probably the hardest task they're going to have to come up with is what's going to be agreeable to everyone as a good place. And I assume, this is just me, but that it, we'll just see it briefly, that most of what we'll see is a struggle with our characters, but we will see just a bit of what the good place could be. Um it's funnier when they show us tidbits of the bad place, which is what we've been getting. Um, I do kind of think they will show us more of the medium place before we end things, because that's where, you know, the Cincinnati of everything is. But um, 
I don't know. I I have a hard time trying to grasp what they're going to do in the next, you know, two, three, four episodes. Yeah, I'm honestly befuddled. Uh, I don't know how you can accomplish something that's pleasant and um, agreeable for everyone that's going to be watching. But we'll see. So what we mostly see this week are bad place people trying to come up with <clears throat> a new version of the bad place that will be more advanced, better, uh, more streamlined for today's terrible person. So they use Tahani and try to get her in a place that makes her very uncomfortable. Um, it takes the brilliant mind of Vicky to figure out exactly what it would be to torture her. And that ticks Michael all the way off. So what did we think of Chainsaw Bear and everything else? <laughs> well, it's funny. When, when I was first starting to watch this episode, I was, I was, I seriously was thinking to myself in my head, you know, the problem when you get new leadership over an existing establishment is that the leadership always has to fight against the bureaucracy underneath them to actually make any change happen. And then the show actually just totally did that. And I thought, yeah. you know, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> that they would they would do that, but you know it makes sense, right? That that's totally what happens when you try to change the ship in certain directions. And so the real problem was not that the bad place was trying to change themselves; it was that they didn't want to. They were digging in their heels, saying, "No, no, 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 we're not going to do this." And even when they were saying, "Okay, well, we won't," you know, actually fight against what you're doing, we won't help you, right? Well, we need to be convinced you need to do stuff for us, all that stuff. And so that was. You know, I saw that happening in the beginning of it and it was like, oh, how are they going to get around it? And I thought it was pretty brilliant to bring back, to bring back Vicky. Um, I do like that actress. That's a, a Taya Sirkar, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, and I think she's been a lot of fun in previous episodes. And I thought they, they used her pretty well this time around. They used, you know, they had her come back and had her be, you know, uh, uh, competent, like, like actually good at things, which she's always kind of been in certain ways. And then, you know, also having... Uh, Michael admit that she was actually the best demon of his importation of the good place, which I think is also that seems that feels right, <clears throat> right? Like she was she was good enough that she actually had the sense of like I'm going to take over because I I'm I'm more interested and more um, uh, more motivated than everybody anybody else even in the thing. So her ideas were pretty stupid in the end, which I actually think was a was a, a a writing misstep for them. I think it would have been funnier actually if she was smarter in those episodes and they kind of backfilled that to be that she was pretty smart in it. So um, I think that is the, as one of the conflicts of this episode was uh, I did, I did like that. I do like what Michael, cause we, cause we've talked about like Michael has not necessarily gone through the same tests that everyone else has gone through um, here. He's, he hasn't been challenged in that way. And, for him to have a moment where he he realizes his his remaining flaws and does something about them, I thought I thought it was nice. It was a little out of left field because they haven't been. I, I was hoping they would do more of it throughout the whole final season to have him have his tests, and they haven't really. But yeah, having a little bit of it now felt felt nice. Felt nice to have that. Yeah, I do think that his challenge is that he used to be a demon, and so now he's being faced with people who are actual demons, and he has to say to himself, I have to give this to them to do. 
um, I'm no longer the best at my job. I'm best at another job. And this person may be better than me. And I feel like that's good. It, it gives him a little something that he has to deal with before he moves on. Yeah, and he has to trust uh, that they they are going to be able to cross over in a certain way to to uh, a goodness state like he did. I mean, he became good, so they have to at some point to become better to actually help them. And so he, having to trust Vicky, I mean, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> I still have issues trusting Vicky right now. <laughs> uh, it, it, I find it hard to believe that she she became... I mean, I know she's not good, good, but she's so gung-ho in the experiment and willing to help just because she wants to be in charge. I mean, <laughs> right, she right, doesn't right. Really, yeah. She doesn't care if it's a, a good project or an evil project. She, she mostly wants to, to rule. And by the end, we see her being pretty successful. I mean, yeah. she has the palm of everything, you know. She's got everything moving. Um, we have to believe that she's doing a decent job at what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right. Well, and some of that was for plot reasons, right? Like they, if they wanted to finish up everything, they had to leave someone else in charge. But yeah, yeah, it, it felt, yeah, it did feel like a bit of a stretch. I would agree. But I was fine. I was happy to leave it there if it gets things moving where they need to be. So then the majority of the rest of the plot this week is Chidi feeling like he's basically not good enough for Eleanor after he reads her gigantic file about how terrible she is. Um, I don't know if that read the same way to you guys as it did to me. It did seem pretty authentic that he would read that. And say, oh, I'm the one with problems, not you. Um, but at the same time, we get to see how big all of the files are. And of course, Eleanor's is so much bigger than Chidi's. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, it's another week of getting us to invest in this love story. <laughs> I can hear the the ennui in your voice, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, I like them, but I don't love them. I mean, I guess there's a difference, you know? I, I feel like the writers want me to be very invested in this story when more than anything, I just want everyone <laughs> to be better than they were when they started the series. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't have to be a love story. I, I want them to improve. So, um, And to my knowledge, they all have, so I'm happy with that. But um, I do think it's funny that Chidi read everything kind of backwards. <laughs> He read backwards. I didn't see that. Well, no. I mean, just as far as he thinks Eleanor is better than him. Oh, when yeah. Eleanor I is, okay. is, I mean, we all know so she's much awful. Worse. So much yeah. worse. <laughs> so what do you guys think? I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm, I used to be invested in the relationship back when it started. And then we lost his memory. Uh, I'm just bored now. I, I don't. I'm not going to be in love with them again after that. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it felt very <laughs> light in plot this episode due to this, this half that uh, nothing really happens. Yeah. The, it, it really did feel like they had to twist the characters around to get them where they wanted to be for this thing. Uh, Michael had to regress. Basically Michael had to show some really 
real weaknesses that we haven't necessarily seen in him highlighted before in this in this season. And Chidi, who just showed that he was cool Chidi, you know, and, and Eleanor even says, weren't, you know, weren't you just cool Chidi? And of course, suddenly he's not. Suddenly he's <laughs> got to be insecure again. And, you know, again, that's a little out of left field in order to make a plot where he can improve again. It, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the most consistent that I could have wished for. On the other hand, it's sort of a half an hour comedy and, you know, give him, give him some slack on their way there. But yeah, when you do point that out, Javier, yeah, there there just wasn't virtually nothing happened. Yeah. And they, like they really, they almost, it's almost like they could have resolved the, the, the getting the architectural stuff in place for the, the, the next version of the good place and the bad place off screen. Like they almost really didn't even need to have our characters be involved in that at all. Cause in the end they really aren't anymore. They're, they've graduated. Um, so Yeah. Uh, but I, I, it was an enjoyable enough episode to watch. Um, I do like it. And we said it before. All these actors are just so great and so enjoyable to watch. You know, Janet, um, you know, talking down Michael and saying, you know, what are you even talking about, dude? Um, and, uh, you know, even Tahani doing doing the same jokes again. Like she can still do them. She still makes them, you know, funny. Um <laughs> And, uh, and again, falling, like she's done it like five times already, like falling for the same tests, like that she theoretically should be better at now. But, you know, she still gets hurt when she hears about her sister and her parents um, judging her and, and, and denigrating her. Uh, but, you know, all right, if you're going to play the same notes again, you know, at least you're you're playing them pretty well. Yeah, the greatest hits. I mean, that's how it feels. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Uh, I. I was happier with um, Tahani's participation in this episode. And it's true, Andrew, that uh, she's just uh, doing the same thing again. But first of all, she gets something to do. And second of all, what she gets to do, it doesn't go so against the grain to what the, her newfound uh, improvement went, because... She's, after all, playing in the simulation, so we can we can like lend her a pass. It's fine. You can you can play the same role again because you're being put in the same situation again. You're you're a test subject, so it's fine. Whereas in in some other episodes, it doesn't get like the air to to breathe and and to make the jokes land or to make them grand enough to to be funny. Well, and I don't know if it's just me, but. Jason talking Chidi down from his relationship problems makes me want to hear more about Jason and Janet and less about Chidi and Eleanor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see that story. I don't necessarily need to see Eleanor and Chidi. I want to see Jason and Janet yeah. do whatever they need to do to wrap things up. And I assume we will, but, yeah. you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just Jason being dumb ends up being smart, and here we go. Yeah, but it was, it was uh, Jason being dumb, playing smart, uh, being smart, playing dumb, uh, to, to an extent that I, I wasn't comfortable with. Uh, Jason can't hold a secret for... for I don't know, two hours, three hours. I don't know how much time it went, but 
him keeping it out a secret and and setting up the whole right yeah yeah the, the whole trick for Chidi being able to act that way you know and and keep 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 the the ruse going long enough yeah 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 it's too much it's such a long a long setup and I don't see Jason doing it <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah, like yeah. Yeah, they had him do it because uh, he has to do something, but... I mean, Jason was ready to give up after five minutes of naming good people that went to the good place, so... Yeah. Why is he sticking with this? But (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he was was the reason we had jokes this week. Well, the demons. The demons had a lot of humor associated with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason and the demons, our new favorite band. I mean, Jason was pretty wildly inconsistent this time around, but they've never quite known what to do with Jason other than making jokes for him. So, again, it's like, eh, you know, the show is not going to get suddenly so much better at characterization <laughs> in the, the, <laughs> the last quarter of the last season or the last, you know, third of the yeah. last season. So, it, yeah, it would be nice if it were better, but eh. fine, it's fine, <laughs> fine. So by the end, we get to see our... Team Cockroach flying off to what we believe is the good place. This is what a lot of, you know, the thought was, was that how we end the entire series and we have four half hours left to go. So uh, what's everyone think? I mean, where does that put us for the next few episodes? No clue. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Got that right. (laughs) I really do think that the good place, the Team Cockroach team, will be in a uh, more of a supervisory role going forward, keeping an eye on all the things they've created, all the things they've changed, and have to reflect back on what they've done. Um, but that's not necessarily funny. So there's <laughs> there's got to be something when they get to the good place that's just hilarious. Yeah. What, and I was thinking that about this episode as well. Like, if they're really going to spend a half an hour about building up new systems, man, that's boring. And it's like, yeah, of course they're going to add, you know, other plots on top of it to, to keep it to keep it interesting for us. So, yeah, there's got to be there's got to be something juicy that's coming up, and we just don't know what it's going to be. Um, I also still want to see Mindy St. Clair, and I don't know how they're going to work that in, but I really do hope that they come back with her. But, Derek. And Derek, right. <laughs> Well, there was that one episode, I think it was the second season, and it, it was the it was the balloon episode as well, right? Where they were after the party, where they were going to destroy the good place that, that Michael had made, and he showed them the balloon. Was that then or was that some other time? Anyway, they had this party, and they were all just kind of sitting around and talking about what they learned yeah. and how much – where, where they would, would go if they wanted to. It really feels like they might have one of those, again, like another one of these retrospective episodes where everyone's just, you know, hanging out and being themselves and – having a little bit of fun and blowing off a little steam. Yeah. I, w- I would actually like to have one of those episodes because I do think they, th- those characters uh, do tend to come off pretty well and be very interesting under those circumstances. So I would love to have one of those. Of course, that won't take up four episodes. So who knows? Yeah. Also, the core of that episode that you're mentioning is the fact that they all know that they're basically doomed the next day. Right. So that's why... They're in this sort of uh, euphoric mood of uh, we're going to die, so let's make it count. And I don't know how you can <laughs> recreate that same effect if everything is great. Well, it's funny. Eleanor was saying at one point, you know, what if you get what if you get bored of me? What if you uh, 
turn me down halfway through eternity. And first of all, that's not how eternity works. But second of all, <laughs> yeah, well. you know, that's millions of years, that billions and trillions of years together. That's forever. Still a successful relationship. How do you how do you do that? Right? Like how do you stay together that long? I don't know if they can work in <laughs> that somehow, like, you know, oh yeah, the first billion years were okay, but now we're kind of bored of each other. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how they would work that in, but that feels like something they might explore with it because they were actually mentioning eternity quite a bit this episode. I also feel like they're going to have to bring back Sean and Jen, at least a little, to get their reactions to things yep, because yeah. they're the contrast to our team. So um, we at least need to know how they believe things are going or their particular trolley problem that has nothing to do with trolleys. <laughs> do we think we're going to get uh, an episode like the ending of How I Met Your Mother where he he tells what happened to, to every character in like their, their future life? And Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I really hope not. We could see like <laughs> them in the afterlife and their relationship with Chidi and uh, how everything comes apart or whatever, but everything is fine anyway. My, you know, my best hope, and this is strange, but I hope we get four or whatever new characters whose lives are completely changed because of the changes they put in place. And we don't really need to get to know them, but just know their lives are better because of the people that we spent time with. Um, I don't know. I... I don't know that I need a lot more out of any of the characters that we have. I feel like they've all made good leaps. Yeah, um, yeah. I would like to see them with happy endings of their own, but not necessarily. I don't need them to, you know, throw in one more joke for me to be, believe that they're happier now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know how would you do that, but that's definitely interesting. I would be fine if the show decided to be honest for one episode and just uh, not be funny. <laughs> just... Or Glenn's story at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing is still like flattened in a jug of some kind. <laughs> well, I was thinking they could do a musical episode. Oh, yeah, that'd work. <laughs> I mean, there was a bit of music in this episode and there have been in the past, <laughs> but like just full on song and dance numbers the whole half an hour. All Tina Turner all the time. <laughs> well, I do like the idea of having like a totally different set of characters because they've done something similar. They basically, you know, uh, what was it like the end of the third season, was it, where basically they did a whole new reset and Eleanor was kind of with her old roommates for like, you know, 15 minutes, 10, 10, 15 minutes. So they've kind of done this thing where they just flipped it all around and 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 did something new. Uh, uh, before and they could do it again. They could they could just say, you know what? No, we're just going to have something not you know not completely disconnected. It's still connected, but it's it's completely different than what they had before. So yeah, I, I like that idea too. But again, it's like uh, so that's one episode. Then what do they do for the other ones? I just right. I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I think just at this point, I don't know that there's that much more that I need done with the characters that we have spent the most time with. Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree. I would agree with that. So so then, how do they how do they end things off? Like. What what do they what do they spend the time on then? And uh, hopefully, I mean, I think that one of the big things that we're kind of hinting around is that we kind of all hope that it won't be a disappointment, right? That they won't drop the ball <laughs> in the very end because they they ran out of stuff to do, but they still had episodes to fill. So 
really hoping they don't. And, you know, it's just make sure we, we have some faith in him. But uh, it is it is telling that we just can't figure it out. The characters left that are most interesting to me are Jenna and Michael. So if they spend time on them, I think that's a success. You know, and this is one other thing. Like, I was actually kind of surprised when Janet and Michael both got in the balloon. Yeah, me too. Because, you know, you, you, you know, the good place is that really, is that for demons? Is that for uh, Janet? So I, I do hope <laughs> they spend some time with like, oh, why does Janet, well, and Janet, you know, Janet deserves salvation, right? Because she helped, you know, figure out the whole thing that they were doing. But what does it mean for uh, Janet to be in, in the good place? The actual good place. Like, what is her purpose? You know, Um, what's Michael's purpose once he gets up there? You know, he does he does he even need it? He probably doesn't need it. Well, he needs something, right? He needs work. They've said that. So maybe maybe they're leading up to maybe this is the build up for the plot where we like we find out how can how can Michael enjoy the afterlife? Maybe we all learn retirement is very, very boring, (laughs) which is what I think I get from talking to my dad. So, (laughs) oh, boy, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I feel like um, with the number of episodes that are left, which is four in its entirety, it's very hard to try and plot it out myself. So I hope that the writers are five steps ahead of me because I have no idea. Well, we've spent about half of this episode, um, you know, trying to guess what's going to happen in the next episode. So <laughs> that maybe... means this one didn't have much going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's time to move on, right? Do we want to move on to the joke machine or what else do we have before we, yeah, Anything else before yeah we do that? that's fine. Um, the only, the only other thing I would say is that, um, it does really feel like they are wrapping things up and that in enough time in not very much time, we will have no more of these to watch. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a sentimental place for the good place. Yeah. Aw. Aw. <laughs> it's okay. We're all fine. <laughs> None of us have been flattened. Any of our enemies. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's it now means the ending of the show. We're we're very invested in it because in a, in a sense I'm I'm not saying it's the ending of our friendship, but no, it's certainly going to. I don't know. Take a hit after that. Well, we'll just have to find another show that we like. <laughs> yeah, I, I just hope we 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 all can agree on on the ending, and it doesn't tear us apart. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. I think we'll make it. We'll make it through, Javier. We'll be we'll be just fine. There's no demons here. So, joke machine. Then may I just say that I remember the first time the word penis was said on the air at NBC. <laughs> And that it was such a big deal because it was news radio, and I love that show. And uh, mm-hmm. it was such a stink that they were just like, oh, no, that can't happen. We have to not air this television program. And I cannot tell you how many times that word was said today or yesterday. <laughs> um, we have come very far in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention flattening it and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Or flattening an eggplant in its stead. (laughs) So uh, what jokes do we have outside of, uh, you know, the bad place demons not knowing what to do and uh, Jason throwing out every good, every person who could possibly be in the good place, which is hilarious. Do you remember them? Do you remember some of them? I know some of them. Yeah. Yeah, The Kool-Aid Man and Pikachu. 
Pikachu because goes. Pikachu goes to the good place. <laughs> um, evil Knievel. Uh, evil Knievel goes to the good place. Mini Me and somebody else from Austin Powers. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch who it was after that. And then Wendy from Wendy's. Yep. <laughs> um, Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat. That's right. That's right. Karate Kid. Yep. And uh, the GPS lady who tells you where to drive. That's right. <laughs> and Jason himself, because he said, yeah, throw me in there. Yeah. I mean, if I'm thinking of anybody who goes to the good place, my list looks a lot more like Chidi's, which uh, <laughs> I don't know if you were. I, I was obsessed with the blackboard. If you look in the top right corner, it is the word S-Q-U-I-R-R. And then under it, it says Gleek. And then it says Super Friends. And so my thought is S-Q-U-I-R-R is Squirrel Girl. Squirrel. And I would love to think that she's in the good place. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that they're making a nod at one of the best comic books of <laughs> recent times. So yep. thank you, good place, for bringing Squirrel Girl to the good place. Was that Chidi's list on the blackboard, you think? Yeah, although above it, it's something like Jason's contribution or something like that. So Yeah, that sounds a lot more like a Jason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you're going to if you're going to put Squirrel Girl in there, I don't care who yeah, puts it. Right. What, it doesn't matter. But yeah, most of them were like Fred Rogers and philosophers. I names I didn't recognize. I had to look up and um, various saints on Earth. So yeah. thanks, Chidi, for bringing that back down. You know, there's actually no guarantee that even people who made wonderful works of philosophy were actually good people. Yep. I don't know that Chidi knows that, but we know that. <laughs> right. Right. So the, there were a couple of Tahani jokes, which were pretty good this time around. Uh, she said uh, one of her one of her name droppings was when I tried to teach Taylor Swift how to dance. And she said, longest yeah. <laughs> four years of my life, which I, I laughed at that. So uh, yeah. uh, help me because I don't know. Can she not dance? She's not the greatest dancer. Let's <laughs> okay. just say that. Okay. She She's dances, but yeah. <laughs> she can sit very, very tight. To the, she moves, to, but not she well. Moves. Yeah, yeah, she she moves. She yeah. just doesn't like do complex choreographies. That helps me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the other one, which I really liked from her was... Um, what uh, what uh, Michael was saying? What will I do without the rock? And Tahani was like, you know, ironically, that's what uh, Vin Diesel said to me when Dwayne Johnson said he wasn't going to be in, in the Fast and Furious Nine. And it actually took me a minute to get that, but then when I got that, that was that was really funny. <laughs> I remember the joke that uh, Vicky had trying to channel Tahani was that she was playing billiards with Questlove and Olivia Munn, and I thought. Oh, yep, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We got to meet Phil from The Bad Place, who is, he's like, uh, Phil out. Uh, by the way, my name is Phil. <laughs> my name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. That's how I would be at some sort of meeting where I was ready to storm <laughs> off. By the way, I'm Phil. <laughs> Well, and he says later on when, after Michael was like, but, but about your department. And he says, wait a mansplain my own department to me. And now, now I'm triggered. And just like, hey, I don't think Phil is ready for the good place just yet. No, probably not. Well, and then the other demon, one of the other demons was like, uh, I hope it's not more sexual harassment training. We just did that. And I'm already so good at it. Like, yeah. yeah. That was the same demon who said he tried to flatten an eggplant and it just wasn't the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was fun. Not good, but, you know, fun. 
I would agree. His acting, I think, was less than what I'm used to on this show. <laughs> but the jokes are funny. And Jan- I like Janet uh, when she's trying to help uh, convince the demons of uh, Michael's plan. And she's like, uh, trust us, they have plenty of faults. Talking about Tahani, like pointing to her. Right. And Tahani's like, hey. And Janet's like, sorry, I'm in selling mode. Selling mode, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I like that Chainsaw Bear had a shirt about bacon because that was yeah. their compromise. Very relatable. Yes. I, I'm right there with that bear. <laughs> yep. You had yeah. me a bacon bear. Yeah. <laughs> and that was Megan, right? Megan was the other architect. Megan, yeah. Megan, I liked yeah. Megan. I would have <laughs> had her. more of Megan. I was like, sure, she's not actually that good at this, but okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's funny. She delivered the jokes. Yeah, that's true. If if we've got, I mean, basically of our main group, we've got Michael, Janet, and the four of them. And I can't really say that any of them had a preponderance of jokes this week, except maybe Jason. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of Tahani lines, a couple of Beaky lines, a couple of Jason lines. So I think it's pretty spread out. Well, Eleanor got a few lines about her own past, right? Like she said something like, uh, you know, was it the was it the time I got subpoenaed by the Make-A-Wish Foundation? Oh. Was the one, right? So that's that's pretty good. And then she's like, oh, Nicholas. No, the, Nicholas. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> yep, he was very oh. hot. Thanks, and, Chidi. And then, uh, and then at the very end, the, one bit I liked was when uh, Chidi was like, I'm, I'm, maybe I'll take up guitar so that I won't be so boring. And Eleanor goes to him, you know, if you, I actually like drummers. You'd know that if you read my file. Hmm. I thought that was, that was cute. So she had a couple of jokes and they were pretty low key, but they had a couple of jokes. Uh, but I don't think, yeah, Chidi. Oh, and then Chidi's big funny line, I think was, the words are nice, but the tone is scary. I like that. I like that joke. <laughs> oh, and then, and the other one when he was like, when Eleanor was like, don't read my file. And then she said, wait, you have to read my file. And Chidi was like, is this a sex game somehow? <laughs> I like that he admitted that his basically version of heaven was a bookshelf and a toilet. Yep. (laughs) As is all of ours, correct? (laughs) Um, I'd probably have a computer in mine. Okay. Well, that's probably doable. And some dice. (laughs) Some some dice. Maybe some uh, (laughs) D&D books. Still not the giantest room, so we're okay. Well, I do we need a room? Yeah. To, like I would have to want to have the D and D group in the room, so maybe there'd have to be a table. But uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. beyond that, sure, sure, sure. And then yeah, tune in next week when we find out more about Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. Um, yeah, so Chidi at one point he says, "I wish I were back in my toilet library." That was one. That was another fun line. Um, oh, and then Jason. Um, when he was talking with Chidi, he's like, uh, what's going on? You have a towel. You told me, you told Eleanor before you, before that you were upset. That was, I just screwed up that line, but that was, that was funny how he, what else we got? Oh, and Jason said at one point, um, when, when Chidi was incredulous that he knew the, the Montagues and the Capulets were, and Jason was like, I read some books, man. Jeez. Yeah. I read some stuff. <laughs> oh, and then at the yeah. end, at the end, after he's done his whole thing where he's like, yeah, I just, I just. Uh, tricked you and I just gave you some big psychological help and everything and then he says chess mate yeah 
Chess mate. <laughs> was, which, okay. And the look on Chidi's face was pretty brisk. He's like, oh, 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 that doesn't make sense, but make, I understand yeah. it. But okay, That's we're why. just going to go with it. Yeah. I did also love when he got on the balloon and yelled fools. Yeah, of course he does. at one of these weeks, and it's going to have to be next week or the week after, he's going to have to make a Gardner Minshew joke. And it's just going to be just in time. So thanks, football. Um, I... I also think it was sort of funny at the very beginning where Sean, who I will always call Kevin because of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, had such a hard time spitting out the words that he was working with Michael. Um, How lucky are we that he is the demon? Like, that's a great character. And if there's anything I take out of this show, it's that they were able to make this demon character who's so lovable and terrible. (laughs) I was actually kind of surprised he wasn't in more of the rest of the episode, that they didn't yeah. use him more as part of the the conflict for this thing. But I guess they, yeah, I guess it didn't. They didn't. They didn't need him, or they didn't kind of want him as part of this conflict because the real thing was Vicky. It was really Vicky's episode when you came down to it. Absolutely, yeah. And Vicky has control over it so much now. So, you know, I guess that's what she wants. She always wanted to direct. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't even have to fake a limp to do it. No. <laughs> I do like the golden balloon too. That like, oh, Michael was like, oh yeah, this one's real. When they brought out the the new golden balloon. I also loved that Jason had the trolley problem all wrong, but turned it back around. <laughs> was that this episode or was that last? I episode? thought it was. It was I was I watching last week's as well as this week's? <laughs> yes, I was. I watched both of them a couple times today so maybe i'm wrong but well that was that uh, was a good joke though right like where he was like yeah i the trolley problem is where we run on the trolley and steal everybody's stuff and get out and like somebody sets fire to it or something to distract people and yeah like, you know you've got this jason <laughs> it's actually yeah, all right that's exactly what it is so yeah i mean there's not much of this left how are we feeling do we what do we think if we're going to look back on this show and Five years, ten years, is it is it ending the way we hope? I think all I really want is just, you know, some sort of satisfactory bar. It doesn't have to go too high. It just can't go too low, you know? Uh, it set the bar so high during the first season that basically anything after that was going to be like, well, what are they going to do now? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> as long yeah. as the characters that we all like the best get some sort of fitting end, I think that's what I want. Yep. And we're kind of looking for a medium ending to the good place. A medium place. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. You know, I, I would also, I actually tend to think the, I probably like the first, the beginning of the second season, even more than the first season. You know, the first season was really good because I think they built on top of the first season in a way that I, I just haven't seen since. Um, and of course that's, that's also happens to be when we started this podcast, um, and it hasn't really reached those heights since then, but it's been agreeable. It's been enjoyable. It's been funny. So, and they've been keeping it that sort of tone, that sort of level been, you know, second, third, no, third, fourth, fifth seasons, uh, enough for me to stay involved. And, uh, I, I do think actually this episode was a little more cringy than usual. It had a more cringe humor than I think the show normally has. Um, and I was, I'm not a real fan of that. I don't really like those kind of shows that much. So I was kind of maybe skipping through some of those moments the second time around. Um, but in general, I think it's been, it, it's fun and it's, it's agreeable. And we'll, uh, yeah, let's, let's hope that again, they, they can do right by the characters by the end. 
is a, I think we can agree that it's something we all want. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've all been making the show better with our criticism. That's what happened, right, Andrew? That's, that's why yes. season two is better than season one, because we, were, mean, we were there exactly. to talk about it. Our critiques, our reflections are what makes the show better. So <laughs> thanks to us. Yep. And yep. this really is the good place. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we inspired the Good Place podcast. There wasn't a podcast before we started podcasting. So. We did that. Thanks. <laughs> That's on us too. All right. I think if we, I think if we congratulate ourselves too much, we're going to lose points. So I think uh, <laughs> probably a good place to, uh, to end here. Yep. They stopped counting points a while ago for me. It's it's just a done deal. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Of course. Down the hole. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you to Javier. Thank you, guys. And to Andrew. Have a good evening. Good night to you both. Talk to you next week. Night.